0: Morning, everyone. Morning. Hey, uh, hey. Thanks, Alison. Yeah, that was a pretty fancy kitchen. That is for sure. That was a lot of fun the other night. Um, Glad if you did, if you guys could uh, could have been with us in person would have been awesome. But uh, good we could stream it in live streaming to see uh, to see a bit of that amazing architecture um, up there, Brisbane. Welcome. Good morning to Graham and Sharon. for the rest of you guys, give us a shout out in the chat, let us know where you're dialing in from, if you're new. Hey Chris, good morning. I'm a bit croaky actually, a little bit, um, been a little bit uh, um, socialised out folks, I've, I've had two nights out, at dinner two nights in a row, <laughs> which is pretty unusual for me um, at the best of times, but um, of late, um, you know, it's been a big couple of days, so uh But it's been nice to hang out, have fun, catch up with a bunch of the uh, clients up there in Brisbane and catch up with the team. So uh, that was awesome as well. Um, Good morning to you guys. Um, I'll do a quick little intro just for those who may be wandering by. Jason, what's my name? As it says down there, welcome to uh, our morning Wealth Coffee chat where we hang out usually at around about eight ten well it's actually eight ten now everywhere isn't it? Well, not everywhere, but on the east coast, daylight savings has uh stopped, which is awesome, and uh, we're all hanging out together at the same time, so welcome eight ten in the mornings, uh usually Monday to Friday, other than potentially if I had a late night uh, after mentoring. <laughs> Uh, we get to hang out in the morning and talk because uh, I've been property investing over twenty years, uh coaching property investors just like you over eighteen and um along the way, learnt one or two things and I like to share them in the mornings. And sometimes you guys um you guys like to hang out and um have a listen too. So it's great. Hey Nigel, half an hour behind. Okay. Yeah, it's um it's always sort of a bit east coastish, isn't it? Like you know, the uh, the the time focus, but it's great. So you guys, are, you know, seven seven forty down there. Um, hopefully, uh, it's not too early to get out of bed, Nigel. <laughs> great to see you, mate, um, and uh, Alina. Good to see you on this morning. Hey, listen, I wanted to talk about um, you know the idea. You know, you guys may have heard this before uh, and you might even m- might have thought this concept, you know, the rich just keep, keep getting richer. Um, you guys seen any of those articles around? Have heard of those things that are barbecue, you know, oh, the rich, the blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, it's an interesting concept. Now, whether, you know, we're not going to bring a, what I would call a, a moral or a judgment to this concept today. I want to talk about why that is so. Why do the wealthy... Uh, become just more wealthy? Uh, and um, yeah, tell me in the chat what you guys think. Why do the wealthy become more wealthy more often than not? Um, almost, you know, almost it seems without effort, right? You know, um, Elon Musk, you know, now becomes, uh, you know, a hundred billionaire, you know, uh, and um, et cetera, et cetera. You know, what happens? Yeah. and I think, Nigel, you're right on it, mate. The compounding effect of something, all right? now the compounding effect of uh time more capital more exposure more investments you know um and uh and uh, a a longer term view now a lot of people think oh you know and if we talk at the extremes it doesn't make a lot of sense but you know the idea that you know uh elon musk you know very wealthy person um and it must have happened, you know, quick or whatever. It's taken him, you know, his whole life. Now, you know, maybe, uh, maybe we aren't that uh, aren't that person, that focus. But how can we benefit from us, you and me, as property investors, team? How can we benefit from these factors that um, that the wealthier you become, the easier it is to become more wealthy. Okay, and uh getting the start is what we're talking about. And once we get some momentum in there, then it, it starts to compound on itself. So um as you as you go. So, you know, Alison said, right, thirty percent profit is different. Yep, compared to yeah, well, and also, you know, um lots of uh wealthier people I understand the difference between profit um and um, you know, expenses and income and all sorts of stuff, you know wealthy have assets making the money you're dead right mark you know um and often team often this is this is the part there's a transition there's a let's call it a transformation that we have to undergo to uh to get on to the same racetrack let's say the same trajectory uh that um let's say uh people who are more um, connected to the concepts of wealth and compounding returns uh, maybe than us right now, but we're, we're on this journey. So how can we do that as property investors? I was just going to quickly share a couple of little things this morning. And, uh, you know, this is a – hopefully you guys can see that. I've got to wear my glasses sometimes for the smaller stuff <laughs> as you go. Yeah, are you buying an asset or are you buying a, a liability? So tell me, team, what is the first asset? Tell me, this, is, uh, this should give it away. What's the first asset you are ever in charge of? Tell me. For everyone gets to control, gets to influence this asset. And by the way, it's the number one asset. It's the number one asset you're ever going to own. Um, what is the best asset? What's the asset that we all get a piece of? And, um, you know, I don't know, by and large, we get it for free uh your education yeah uh, alison by the way i think it's you and the education you collect so you 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 the person um you are the asset and then then you the person the human the smart the smart individual goes and gets some education alison nigel you guys said you guys said it there you know you choose the education. You choose the information. Now, maybe you don't choose it consciously when you're younger, but as you get older, you get to choose the information, the education that you can create things from. And um, and then Sharon hit, uh, hit it on the head here. We're talking about the first port of call for most of us is a salary of some description, a job. Um, some of us are business owners online right now. Um, but many of us um start out in the world um having a job nothing wrong with that i'm a massive fan if you're a property investor uh you know there's lots of risks in, in starting your own business that is for sure um uh but let's have a look at this it has has the has the drill in australia team check this out right check this out um some research the average uh the average income in australia according to um McCrindle and these guys do some great demographic research. The McCrindle, McCrindle mob. The average income, average household income. So that's combined household income, hundred nine thousand dollars across Australia, not individual, but household income. Um, and uh, you know the average net worth, the average net worth, which includes your super and your equity and stuff like that, a million bucks. Now. Check that out. You know, the average net worth of of uh, an average Aussie right now is a million bucks. But is it enough? Team, I remember when I was growing up, I don't know about you, but, you know, a million dollars were like, whoop, mind-blowing, right? You think of that. But right now, like, the average Aussie, the average couple, the average team, including their super and their house and maybe an investment or two, probably not, uh, a million bucks net worth. That's not too bad. But it's not enough, is it? You can't live on a million bucks. Um, and uh, we need to learn how to transform this thing, which is our income, our number one thing, which is our income, into assets and wealth and value into the future, ladies and gents. One of the things that I wanted to point out, though, if you guys can see this, the lowest 20% of the income world earn just 4% of the income and wealth in Australia Where if you look at this, oh, here it is over here, sorry, Uh, and the lowest actually own just 1%, 1% of the wealth in Australia, all right? Okay, so check this out, though, and this is what the wealth of the average household in the top 20% is 80 times, 80 times, how does that happen? How does that work? And sometimes this incents people. It's like, you know, bloody rich rich jerks, you know, they've they got all the money, whatever. Well, you know, that is certainly not my experience by and large when it comes to uh, most people and their um, their storage of wealth. What happens? What goes on? How does this transfer? How does this become a reality? Let's quickly look at this. And, I call it the 4X transformation, not to be confused with Sam's 4X growth strategy team. What is the first thing that we uh, can use to transform uh, us, the asset, into wealth that can compound and continue to return to you? What's the first thing? You guys said it a moment ago. Call it a salary. Call it a job call it an income right we have to start with something dollars and our ability to uh to use that salary for something special okay um now we have a salary we have an income how do we transform and and let's say this is for property investors right now how do we transform our salary our job income into wealth what do we do what's the mechanism um in uh, in our world, folks. Chuck that one in the chat for me as I'm, I'm rambling along here. What's the first mechanism or the second mechanism that we use to transform us, the asset, into other assets that now come along? Boom, Nigel, nailed it. Leverage, yeah, okay. So we leverage, team. Uh, and yes, Alison, we buy an asset, right? We use leverage to buy the asset. Okay, so that's the combo. So first we do, the we we earn an income. That then qualifies us to get leverage and get a loan, which we then buy an investment property. So we're just going to be investment property focused here. You obviously have to get yourself a deposit together, but the first things first, the salary creates the deposit with some savings and some other things. You use that, and you get leverage just tell me team what is that what is the number and let's say just round numbers here if you were able to invest in a property with a 90% lvr loan to value ratio and you know this is rough but but do the numbers for me what is the what is the the number the x times now you've taken let's say a deposit of 50k At a 90% LVR, what can you purchase? Now, forget about the stamp duty and stuff like that. Just round this out because I want everyone to get this. This is so important. What is the X? Look, what what X do you times that 50K buy? It goes from $50,000 worth of cash and you turn it into what? How much? By and large, team, you can turn that into 500K of property. Boom. Whoever said that? 10 times, 10 times, that's it, Nigel, that's it, Chris, 10 times, 10x your money, 10x your salary, 10x your saving deposit, and now we're off to the races. We all must understand how valuable leverage is when we buy an asset, but on the flip side, team, this Uh, This knife cuts both ways, cuts both ways. If you leverage and you buy something with credit that goes down in value and ruins your ability, it doesn't add back ability to you to borrow and continue to go again, then you will go backwards. You buy a car that goes down in value. Actually, not not recently. (laughs) The last couple of years have been interesting, but... You know you pay 50 grand for a car in cash what happens to to your wealth it erodes goes backwards creates no income number 2 number 1 number 2 number 3 what happens when we buy a property ladies and gents team what happens immediately upon owning a piece of real estate what is the next factor the 4x factor that accelerates compounds your wealth as a property investor right now. What's the third one? After we've x our, our cash and turned it into an investment property, now we've bought a property, what happens immediately? We get from that property. Cash flow, boom, mark on it. Income and plus, you know, we can get back in this section, and we call it income, we can call it some tax deductions. Okay. That income and that tax deductions now is the third accelerator. So now you've leveraged your job, you've bought an asset ten times the the, the deposit, and now it's creating income and getting your tax deductions. Boom. Mind-blowing. Absolutely gold. Now you know, it might seem simple, but what a lot of people don't get and understand is how powerful this is compounded over time. And we're going to talk about this. Uh, Nikhil, you're already ag- uh, ahead of the curve here right now. And then, so the fourth one, the fourth one, team, is it goes up in value, creates equity, it creates value. And now this thing is 600. Thousand dollars, six hundred k, and we got thirty five thousand dollars worth of income. Now added back to our salary, now we earn one hundred and thirty five thousand dollars minus our expenses, etc., etc., etc. Tell me what we do now, team. Tell me what happens now. We go around. Actually, we're not going to do that because that doesn't look very good. Tell me what happens. What happens now? It's the it's the coolest thing. We go around. And then what happens? We do it again, okay? Compounding on compounding on compounding, all right? Uh, And what does that do? Uh, And um, we go again, dead right. Um, Whoever the Facebook user is, who is that? Give me your name in the chat. Uh, I want to give you a shout out because you talked about time. You said, all right, time. Use the equity start again, Ashley. Dead, Dead right, mate. Time. This focus, this function, ultimately done properly, done well, done consistently, gets your time back, right? Buys your time back one dollar at a time, one minute at a time, one day at a time. Hey, Luke, good to see you, mate. Alison and I, we've talked about this a few times. We came up with calling our properties uh, Monday. Hey, do you have your Monday property yet? Think of it in that way, team. One property buys back one day of your life. That's why we talk about having five and then, you know, it's not a bad bad idea to have one for Saturday and Sunday and you'll be crushing it. All right, I'm telling you now. (laughs) Think of that. So, so team, why does, you know, the top 20% of people, you know, uh, have 80% more wealth than the bottom 20%? It's a very sad thing because that shouldn't be the case. There's no lack of resources in the world. It's because of the behavior and the understanding about money. And for you guys, for all of us, you know, we're taking the time to make sure we work it out. Um, and um, for you guys, this is it, the compounding. Compounding over time you know is the big the big concept that many of us are are wanting to experience and understand when it comes to property investing the longer you keep and own those bits of real estate the quality of the real estate the better the value return it keeps getting better and better and better um and you know uh, Alison, I think uh, Sam had done a podcast. I can't remember what it is, but if you could remember off the top of your head, be awesome. But, you know, why your first million? You know, the first million is the hardest million, right? Because the second million, this is like 100%. You've only got to increase 50%. Third, you've only got to increase 33%. 4th you've only got to increase 25 and then fifth million, you've only got to increase Is it 15? No, what is it? 20. 20? 20 percent. Right. So you know what happened basically last year? If you had a five million dollar portfolio, or a four million dollar portfolio I'll do that because it's easier math for me right now on the fly if you had a four million dollar portfolio in the right place, the market has increased 25 percent in the last 18 months. You made a million dollars in equity while you're asleep. While you're asleep, team, folks. Uh, And that is why the wealthier will always keep getting wealthy because they have assets that are not them. They have transformed themselves from the asset out into other marketplaces, you know, businesses, properties, Shares. Uh, and they continue to do that. And every time those things, depending on their return and their risk factors and all that stuff, every time those things continue to be affected in a positive way by the market, their wealth continues to improve significantly um, because they work that stuff out early. Team, transforming this, which is our income, our average income, and our average net worth using similar ideas of this. We're mad property investors, so we love the idea of leverage. We love the idea of real estate. I think you can absolutely crush it in the real estate space. So there you are, team. Get that four times leverage or four times return on the number one asset, which is you, your income, your job. What do you do right now? What's your plan to transform that into assets that are not you? And I know many of you guys have a very keen plan, a very focused plan on that. Um, But if you don't, if you don't have a plan, you should have one. And if you want to get one, give us a call. Give us a reach out because that's what we do when it comes to coaching and property investing. But there you go. Anyway. Hopefully that was of interest this morning, team. Great to hang out with you guys, as always, on another Wealth Coffee Chat. Join me tomorrow for another one. As always, if you've got anything, if there's something out there in the marketplace that you guys are like, Jace, can you have a quick chat about this, give us a shout out, send me a message, or chuck it on, chuck it in the chat, chuck it in the Facebook group whatever it might be. So there you go. Uh, (laughs) Ashley, we're we're here for you, brother. We're here for you. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, that's it, team. Great to hang out. Awesome to see you guys. Thanks for being here. Uh, We're done and dusted. Yeah, it's about 8.30, so um, we should go. See you tomorrow for another Wealth Coffee Chat. Bye, folks. See you later.